Hi everyone, this is Jen and Sam and welcome to our podcast Miracle Mindset. Where we give you our unsolicited, probably unwanted advice. But if you want to become the best version of yourself, start believing in yourself a little bit more, then tune in every Sunday for the podcast. Cheers. Bye. As Miracle Mindsets has been out for a year now and obviously our little community has grew so much, we did want to bring out a product that aligned with everyone's mindset and brought out a new pack of affirmation and journal prompt cards. They're actually the first of their kind, so you might have had affirmation cards or things before, but these ones are a little bit more personal, make it tailored to you. Obviously, our whole thing is giving you the tools to get the perfect routine for you. So these could be part of a non-digital routine or a little way to delve a little bit deeper into your mindset and discover a little bit more about ourselves they are fully like a level up card like if you use them consistently they help change your mindset they help build better habits they help you realize things that aren't serving you like we got a review the other week which is so amazing this is actually mad i know so the girl quit her job and she left a toxic relationship and she is now on the hunt for a new man she's She's like i'm not even picking you up but honestly the cards have worked a dream i was like oh well thank you very much my friend but it is just the perfect way to actually like take some time for yourself each morning no phone figure out what you want and if you do use them consistently you'll level up you really will this whole podcast everything the biggest thing that we've learned is it's all about self-discovery knowing yourself more and more and what you want so this is a perfect tool to do that give it to a friend if you think they need some help but as a little thank you as well for listening to the podcast we are actually going to give you an exclusive discount code if you are a listener so use the code part of the farm for 20 20% off at checkout. Enjoy the episode. Hi everyone and welcome back to a very exciting episode. This one's been on the vision board for quite some time now. Quite some time. Um, yeah. It's finally happened. Loads of you have already guessed who it is. Yeah, so Sinead Hegarty has came on the podcast. Yeah. And honestly, yeah, we just delve very deep as I thought we would. Of course. It's such a good chat though. Like, we honestly cover so much. Yeah, and I think the best part about Sinead is she genuinely knows her shit. Like, she oh, knows that she's talking about. That's what about. we've been saying all day. We've been like, wow, like, she genuinely, anything that you mention, it's not just, like, her opinion or anything. Like, she fully knows. Yeah. Like, so we cover, like, the benefits of meditation, how to get better in relationships. We, co- we just, we do. Yes. There's so much stuff. We've got judgment. judgment. And how that's, like, repressed desire. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I know. So you will absolutely love this. And honestly, thank you so much to Sinead for coming on. And we'll link all of the stuff down below, but I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Miracle Mindset. So obviously, we have Sinead on the podcast. I swear, honestly, it has been such a long time coming. Like, we did put it on our manifestation board. Oh, did you? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. we did. Oh my god, amazing. I actually read your little um form and I was like, oh, I'm really looking forward to this one because it's like a bit of me. Like I've been on a few podcasts this week. And at first I'm gonna to apologize to people because I'm a wee bit sick today. Um we don't know what if it's belly belly or the crazy training I just did, but um yeah. So um yeah, I just I seen yours and it was all about like spirituality and manifesting and stuff like that. So I was like, oh my god, that's so nice. I did one yesterday and we were talking all we talked about was guilty pleasures. It was so strange, but like so fun. <laughs> 
it is weird how much a podcast can take off and suddenly it's in a completely different dimension yeah. and you're like oh god how do we get on to this yeah obviously a lot of our listeners probably do know who you are anyway because a lot of people have messages being like get your name on the podcast try and get your name on the podcast but for anybody who doesn't know let everyone know your journey how you started as like a you're like a spiritual mindset influencer really aren't you yeah I don't really know what to call myself to be honest it's kind of one of those things um it's nice now to have the brave way because it's kind of like more of a digital wellness business so it's like you just sort of say that like a digital wellness like entrepreneur and it's kind of like the <laughs> the, the title um but yeah no I think I don't even know where to start with my my journey but I would say it probably just starts from you know I think we're all like I'm an expert of experience and I was in a dark place once and I got myself out of it through, you know, reading and self-developing. And I felt like that it was so bad that those tools like weren't available to me and I had to go searching for them. So um, I think I've been just sort of fighting that corner ever since, like trying to get those tools out to the public as best as I can. And it's amazing how much um has happened in those years and how much skills have come on. So been a good fight and um yeah it's amazing so yeah and I'm also a meditation teacher and I um I'd say that's probably my 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 job meditation teacher I would say yeah yeah you definitely found like a niche yeah. I was thinking on the way it's so good because you make things like accessible and I think everyone mm. who kind of like has an Instagram or like has started online for things like this it's making something that used to seem like so like woo accessible and like easy to do as part of your routine like I think people probably are drawn to the fact that you do live a normal life like go out and things and then girls who meditate <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm like you can do both I think like that was kind of my my goal to start because you know I was still, you know, one of those people that went out and had fun and was like a normal like person. And then I also meditated like, you know, most of the week and, you know, five days a week at this stage of my life. And it like impacted me so positively. And I just noticed like, you know, when I was reaching out to try and find, you know, courses or, or mentors or anything like that, like it just seemed like it was this, you know, kind of guru doesn't drink, you know, has to have, be, have sobriety and, it's not even that like it was just more like they just didn't seem like real like or something you know they seem so perfect wise I was like I want people to meditate but also like I'm I like you know I'm a normal person and I wanted people to like relate and be like you know it, it, no matter who you are or like what age you are or where you are in life that you know meditating can really really benefit you so yeah I wanted to just merge that and I felt like there was just like a bit of a gap there so yeah I've got like so many people meditating now which is amazing like and so many new people and so many breakthroughs and some of the feedback from the course has just been like outstanding and I'm just so happy that I that I produced it that's so good I think as well like I am quite I still I do meditate but this time like I do think that there's still that thing where I always feel like I can't do it for longer than a certain period of time like I'll set myself 10 or 15 minutes and like I'll be sitting there but I still like my mind is constantly just like doing all the time like I feel like for me and probably a lot of other people like productivity and getting up and going and I th- how do you think um slowing down like how for someone who's trying to meditate like what would yeah. you say is the first tips to actually delving a little bit deeper being able to sit with yourself a little bit more First of all, have you been taught how to meditate by anyone? 
this is the problem because people think okay they sit down to meditate and then they they can't they can't meditate when in fact like they actually do need to be taught a little bit on how to meditate because the whole practice is about thinking and people think it's about not thinking when in fact it's all about the thoughts coming up and you being able to observe them and observe them without judgment and let them pass by (laughs) one of the best you know techniques is the first meditation in the brave way and it is all about the cloud meditation so basically what happens is you know I take you on a visual journey and get you down like maybe you're lying on the grass you know in the visualization or whatever and I just allow them to like have the thoughts come up and when the thoughts come up and they you know because you you engage within the thought you really do engage the thought sometimes especially at the beginning like sometimes you don't even remember one word that was said in the meditation but that just shows your attention span and it shows where you're at in your meditation journey so it's a good indication of where you are so if you're going there and you're meditating you're like oh I've just thought about nine million things and you're thinking about your dinner then once you start noticing that you have engaged in that thought then you come back and you put that thought into a cloud and you let that cloud go on by and then I just let them sort of sit there and just enjoy that moment and and then every time like you know another thought comes up you know just random shit comes up and then you put that thought into the cloud but every time you notice that you've engaged and went off from where you are in the meditation you know that's a rep that's what you would say a rep is in the gym that's what's making your mind stronger every every time and that is you know that is concentration that is how you focus and this will help you in everyday life like if you're able to concentrate and focus for like a period of time and you're training your brain to do that every single day then all the tasks that you want to do will become easier and they'll be more effective. So even though people say they don't have enough time, they always like they can have more time because you can be more focused. There'll be less times on your phone. There'll be less times you'll want to pick it up. Um, so yeah, and like, as I say, there's um, a little quote and it says, um, meditation is about choosing your thoughts. Like you choose your clothes in the morning. You choose what serves you that day. So when you start meditating and a lot of people at the beginning of their journey, even sometimes they're like to me, you know, Sinead, like the the thoughts are so bad. Like they're so negative. And I'm like, this is the first time you observed them. That's why I was like, these thoughts have been going on in your head for years on like this pattern. And this is now where the awareness begins. So then once you start becoming aware of the negative thoughts, like, you know, I'm not enough. I'm not worthy. Like, oh, I'm stupid. Like these things come up in your head, but instead of taking them on and believing them, you're able to just put them in a cloud and just be like, this doesn't serve me. It's just a thought pattern that I have developed over years of negative self-talk. So yeah, like there, like that's even that simple way, the first day, like the first day you learn that on the brave way. And that's how you meditate. And people just think you just close your eyes, you listen to it. And then people are like, oh, I think too much. But the whole point is thinking and then recognizing the thinking and then coming back. Um, so yeah, that's the practice in itself. So yeah, like, so that's the thing. People are like, oh, hi. And I'm like, no, you need a teacher. Like you need to be taught. You need to do yeah, like a, yeah. an appropriate course. And, you know, there's so much accessible courses out there to do. Like I've done like, I don't know how many have I done now. But, you know, I've just took what I've learned in, in my from my teachers and from my courses and I've put it into the brave way and a fun exciting visual way because I especially because we're so we're we're a generation has very very um low 
concentration basically and we can't keep our attention spans um, if anyone's listening to this like you'll know the definition of a low attention span would be let's just say you go into safari and you need to google something and the search is taking a wee bit longer than you want so you go into instagram mm, yes, I, right the app. I bet there's some people listening to this on like 1.5 speed yeah <laughs> yeah no i know that's fine like that's fine like 1.5 speed is grand like we do work in that way but the fact that you know, our concentration, if we want to, like, especially if we want to be, you know, successful in our careers and we want to start a business, how do you think that happens? You have to concentrate on tasks at hand. And if you can't concentrate and you're picking up your phone every two seconds and you're never going to live the stream life that you you're like wanting. So concentration is, is very, very important. And it's not even that like meditation makes you in control of your emotions and in control of your thoughts so it's it's really that that we are looking for especially because you'll see all these people who aren't in control of their emotions they're very easily spotted because on a night out you'll see them you'll see what you'll get you'll bang into one and they'll be like all right why have you just banged into me and like you know there's that person that's not in control of their emotions they say something they regret and they get in a fight but if they were in control of their emotions and did meditation and understand understand that like you know that's just an emotion coming up that's my defense defensiveness coming up um and they know that they're going to say something they regret because i know a lot of people when they're in fights with their partners with their family you know your mom your dad like when you're heated you are not in control of your emotions your emotions are in complete control of you and you say things that you regret Whilst with meditation, you get a pause. It's the pause is one of the best benefits of all, of, of all the things I've learned is you get to like step back and watch your mind. You get to watch it, like make up all these scenarios and all these defenses. And you'd be like, okay, no, like give me, give my, give me 24 hours before I act. It's, you know, if someone attacks me, like even verbally or anything like that, I'm always like, if I want to react in 24 hours, I'll react in 24 hours. But right now I know I'm overtaken by my emotions. So yeah, like there's loads of benefits of meditation, but, um, yeah like that's what I mean like I know you says but you need to be taught basically and that's yeah no I do agree with that massively I remember we like the first time I probably ever meditated we did this like yoga retreat in Cambodia and we literally both sat across the room like this like literally one eye open looking at each other like trying to get a laugh like I don't know why but I think because we just so couldn't get into it but now I completely agree I didn't really realize why I could just like let things go but I'll notice when I am meditating regularly that like throughout the day things will come to me and I'm like just like let it go let it go Mm. and it does genuinely work throughout the day I want to know like how so what you were saying then like I think I'm quite a chill person but there's some people and I know this with everyone like there's some people that can trigger them so people that do have like really like they don't have control of their emotions and they'll come at you for example like how do you handle that like is it the meditation that genuinely does stop the from you reacting in a way that then causes an argument I mean it depends what 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 it is that's coming at me like if it's a troll or something like that like I, I personally don't ever react ever even how evil they can be um just because their purpose is to annoy you that's why they sent the message Mm -hmm. so you coming on and complaining and talking about it that you've just 
give them their purpose and what are they going to do once they start feeling the dopamine in their bodies they're going to do it again they can they enjoy it it's the same message yeah like they they, they'll enjoy that so I would never ever and like you know I built up resilience over the years like I've I've had that much now that it's just like you know the process you get a troll you get a really horrible message it stings like it's not it does sting you take 24 hours and then you're like okay if I want a reaction I'll react in 24 hours um and then you just realize that like especially when it comes like manifesting or being spiritual or being you know in alignment or being in a vibration judgment is such a low vibration and it is something that you need to work on constantly in your manifesting and your visualizations because judgment comes up for me it comes up from other people but when you feel judgment in your body it is keeping you at a low vibration and you must understand that judgment is reform desire mostly not anyone wants to admit that so envy is something is a horrible thing for us to feel and we don't and humans don't like to admit it but envy comes out in in a form of judgment so if someone's attacking me which I have had especially you know in your own town or your own from own people or anything like that you do get attacked because you're doing something completely different right and that's fine I understand if I'm completely different but the attack and the verbal words that are used is a form of judgment I'm judging you because your job doesn't make sense to me I'm judging you because oh how do you get to go and do whatever you want and have financial freedom and blah 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 whenever I don't and that's not what makes sense to me so it's not that people are jealous of me it's that they stuck to the rules they stuck to the rules and they they did what society did that they did what society said and I didn't and although they don't want to admit it like they want to break out of society society's rules and if you don't and no one they know no one can admit that like when I when I feel judgment towards someone I take my journal out and I'm like why do I feel like I need to judge this person right now like um I always say about like Caroline Flack a lot of people when she did X Factor you know remember all those nasty words like I just don't like Caroline Flack I just don't like her like all these tweets about her coming up whenever she was on and why like I would ask myself why because number one she's confident and she's got and she's single she's got like she has she's a confident successful woman and we were a little bombshell like she was did you watch it sorry you watch that documentary on it yeah and that's what it really sparked me because I even remember being younger and thinking that and thinking like oh because she was like confident but like when you look back at your judgments like especially when you're on a spiritual path and you these judgments come up you're like okay why and I'm like because it's something I desire to be that confident and even something like you know things that come up for me in judgment like let's just say someone is recording themselves in the gym right they are taking videos they're speaking in the gym and they're like oh my god the cape of that shape of that like what's he at or what's she at <laughs> speaking away in the gym front of everyone right there's me there's a judgment that comes up for me all the time I'm jealous because he doesn't give one fuck. Yeah. And that's one so shit. true. Like there's I'm always, you hear it in, it's like such a school thing as well, isn't it? Like, oh, I just don't like Katie. Like, oh, why not? Like, I just don't like her. And it's probably because confidence getting all the attention that you want. It's confidence. Like a judgment is always something that you, you desire. 
so even though like you might not agree with the person at the time like you must admit that they if they don't give a fuck about what anyone else thinks it's something that you desire and that is why the judgment comes up and then that's how you get rid of the judgment and then you turn the judgment into acceptance and be like I'm just going to accept that person as they are because that's that's what you should do because you should choose love at all times whenever you're on a spiritual journey like judgment is the hardest thing energy that if you took half the energy that you did judging them to fill in your own cup up and really figuring out how to make that like work in your life so if you if it's confidence you want then maybe try like learning about confidence learning how to make yourself feel more confident look more confident spiritually physically like if you channel that energy of like envy into inspiration you'll get so much further than just like because it is, it's repressing it, isn't it? Like this horrible feelings coming up and envy is a horrible feeling. Like yeah. it's actually like deep. And envy like, into inspiration is such a good one because like you can put it onto everything. Like people could be scrolling down your Instagram being like, oh my God, like why is she in Bali? Like I wish I was buying a house in Bali or something. And then instead of turning it into like comparing and being like, that's not for me, turning it into your inspiration. I remember you used to always say that to me. Yeah. Like, why do you like following these people? Like what do they what do they yeah. have that you want yeah instead because like it's it's just like the thing when I get trolled from like say people at home or whatever or, like you know Irish people or whatever um they're like oh just I don't know just that that normal judgment of like you know influencer we we have that that taboo word of influencer like isn't it quite a, like who was it that we had on um, and they were saying sometimes in Ireland like in certain places it's just like if you're an influencer you're an absolute outcast <laughs> Yeah, like it's crazy. It's just like, oh, influencer. But I'm just like, you have no idea how amazing it is that like we can work from the comfort of our own home. Like we don't have to put our children into childcare. We don't have, we, we're so blessed. And I'm like, it's possible for everyone and it's possible for your children to grow up and do what they want because of the power of social media. If they're passionate about something, they have customers sitting in front of them. So it's just, it's just a matter of like changing everything into like, instead of going, oh my god look at her doing whatever she wants I'm like no it's possible she can do whatever she wants you know I wanted to ask you how did you like so when you were at home and then obviously you went away traveling and you always talk about how like you were working these different jobs or didn't have too much money when you're away how did you keep that vision in mind and still go after like not what everyone else is doing and not just settle into a job that would have been more comfy and keeping that vision and to get to where you are now to be honest I think like it was a matter of I had everything I needed at one point like I just felt like all I needed was a little bit of money to um you know get me by to feed myself and to like have my books and stuff and there was just one point in my traveling I was just like this is all I need like to be happy like I felt this inner peace and I was like this is all you need and then after that and then like I didn't I didn't have a plan like for my future I didn't know what, what anything and then everything just sort of attracted to me because I just didn't have this feeling of greed or want anymore I just kind of just felt I've, I was always growing reading things and then if I like something else I'd read something else and then if I did that then I would have studied something else and then I just would have like kept growing so when I when I what I did was I just followed the joy like where I was reading something and I had that fire in my stomach and I felt like so excited then I would follow it and then I would do a course and then I would make you know, I would make something and make it so that everyone else can understand it as well so that's kind of like what I just kept doing so I just followed my own joy along with not needing anything 
It's so interesting that because I think what you were saying then that like non-attachment to things like I think so much pressure is placed on like find like literally that financial freedom like make sure like you you work now so that you can like enjoy life later and stuff and I think that like you always hear it don't you but with the law of attraction and like manifesting exactly what you want it's just the non-attachment to it like you'll be absolutely fine without all that money and you'll be fine without that relationship because you're so happy within yourself and your teachings weren't coming from a place of like oh buy this from me like I need really need money it was from a place of like oh guys like this is what I want to share with you and it's authentic yeah I think like the way to and people always ask me about like how do you grow your Instagram or how do you how do you grow and I'm just like you just concentrate on what's in front of you like you don't I've never had that plan I've never had a growth technique you know I remember like when we first started I think people used to try and put us in these like groups I can't even remember like comment groups or whatever and people would like comment and you can still see those people to this day you can still see this um they must be still in like groups on Instagram where they're like hey put up my post can you go and comment and engage in it like there's these things um and I remember being like no like this doesn't make any sense like I'm not here to like get more people like why don't I just concentrate the people that I have in front of me and just like try to change their lives and then like if I change their lives of course they're going to tell somebody else mm-hmm. so it's not about the growth because then you're on about greed so even like I remember last was it last year it might have been this year actually but they were asking me to publish a book and I was like well why am I publishing the book if I publish it my I pu- publish them myself and like for the exposure and I was like I don't need the I don't want the exposure like I don't I just want to help the people like that's in front of me I don't really you know I, I don't know it didn't appeal to me at that time maybe one day I will write a book but like um at the time I was just like I don't feel like I need, like the exposure it's not what, what attracts me mm-hmm. because I have everything I need like I don't need any more things like I think everything that I have is just so much of a bonus that I I don't know but yeah do you I feel like um, do you feel like you're quite a spiritual person like, do you actually believe like you were brought here to be a helper because I think a lot of people will be on Instagram now doing a lot of spiritual stuff, but I don't know if, if they'd have that intention in mind. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just really want to help people. Like, do you think that you're actually here as a person to help? Yeah, like definitely. Like you can feel it in your own body. Like you can feel it whenever you're helping someone, mm-hmm. when you get a message to say thank you, when you get like, you can feel it in your skin and your body because you you know this is for you. And that's what you need to watch out for. You need to have your own intu- in, like intuitive feelings because, you know, even when, for example, like say me and Jack were watching TV earlier and he was watching Planet Earth and he was like watching like ice falling. And I, he was going, whoa, that's so cool, right? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, you, you really like that? You should like look more into that. Like, you know, read books about that. Whereas me, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm just like, this is not please. That's yeah. Because, like, people listening, like, we always say, we're not saying that it's necessarily your purpose to do what we're doing, but we're just coming from our perspective of, like, we found something that we really enjoy to do and want other people to have that same feeling. So, whatever it is that, like, like is within you that you think you might be interested in, just follow that and see where it goes. Mm-hmm. You were saying yesterday, weren't you, about finding yeah. out your past life. Go on, explain Yeah, it. so, like, to be fair, I'm quite interested in this. There's quite a few people have spoke. Like, we we had Nicole on the podcast. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and we were talking about past lives with her, and, like, we I went to, like, a Reiki lady, and she said, like, 
your past life's in Lemuria and it's this like mystical land and like weirdly enough before, before I had none of this I know <laughs> <laughs> absolutely nothing her reading was that she was like oh there's just a child here <laughs> um but yeah she said like I was from this past life and like they're like little light workers and helpers and I'd pulled that oracle card the day before so I was like oh that's really strange to be honest and then like I keep seeing things and I seen something on Instagram yesterday it was like um if you want to know what your past life is you need to look at like your hobbies your talents like where your mind goes when you want to read books like where you want to like where your mind takes you and where your talents take you and what you're here to do and I was like ah like like light workers little helpers it's so interesting yeah I always say that I think that I was um in the 50s because whenever I listen to 50s music I just want to dance and I'm just like why is that I don't I never grew up in the 50s so I'm like maybe I was there before <laughs> oh my god yeah. I don't know I don't know much about past life. I don't know anything about past lives but I'd say Nicole would be the person to talk to you about that sort of stuff yeah, um, yeah, she she yeah. do you feel like you've become more spiritual since being in Bali I think the first time I went to Bali, I was probably more spiritual than I am now because I feel like coming back and forward whenever you go back to the UK or Ireland, like, you know, you have to shut it off, really. Mm. So I think like the first few times that you're going through a spiritual awakening, I, don't, I feel like there's such a high vibration at that stage. And it's just like then you're trying to get back to it. So I would say being in, in Bali definitely makes me more spiritual than being at home because a lot more people are spiritual here so you talk about it a bit more and mm. you know you just you just feel it a bit more that I suppose but yeah no definitely being in Bali Bali and Thailand I think are, are spiritual and very magical and then there's a lot of um you know Balinese and Indonesians are very spiritual in themselves as well so there's loads of healers and you know I've been to loads of healers and stuff so and they're so bizarre like some of the things that you wouldn't believe that you'd be at like I've had a girl stab my thing in between my fingernails with like matches to get rid of my anger I've had someone stand on my cervix and kick it Ah, I was like I forgot it was so painful I've had like you know going to your princess's house and dancing with them like (laughs) really really like this is like the yellow fish isn't it yeah so like ballet has all these like healing rituals and like and like there's so many healers here and I love that about ballet I love that like in ballet if you're good at something you just do it you don't have to yeah. go and do four years university to like sit and talk to someone like you just walk in and the healer is like there and she's just like hey and you could talk to her and she's like your therapist and you're like oh my god I love you um <laughs> and like you know you can just if you want to build a house you know you don't have to go and do a course you can just go outside and get in your flip-flops and just build a house <laughs> like, like so there's such a, I love that, such a free fair. world here yeah I can't wait to come to Bali and do that like we've been a couple of times but honestly like it's so funny what you don't know is going on we were just at like events on the beach like parties yeah. and things and little do you know that there's somebody getting their fingers stabbed two doors yeah. down <laughs> yeah you've got all the ceremonies and the like this week there was like this massive cuddle party and I was like the whole other like besides every part of the world is telling everyone to stay two two kilometers or two meters away from each other and ballet is telling like everyone's getting closer I was gonna say I think like it's going with the intention and things what I want to do at the moment like wherever you are to make it like accessible obviously for people listening is just using time intentionally like I kept saying like oh like if I'm having a night in then I'm gonna like actually light some candles and like meditate and make the most of that time and you don't have to be 
anywhere like other than where you are to get mm. these same kind of like practices that people are getting when like they're committed to it in a way yeah I think it was Lucy Lord says to me actually I was like where's the best place you've ever met and she's like in the back of a taxi in London she just closed my eyes she was she was like you're in the same place yeah, yeah. you know you close your eyes and that's the whole point of meditation as well because um that's why I started I was like I need because I remember in the pandemic and like it was so stressed you know at the very start when everyone thought we were all gonna die <laughs> like that was kind of like a very stressful time we, we literally thought that we were going to be like scavengers but didn't we um I don't know what years but that's it I don't know where I got that from but I remember even writing my journal being like it's okay we can live off the land we don't need money like I was like whoa but um <laughs> yeah so then we did that um and then like I would have meditated in, in like you know in those times and I remember just going to such a happy place in my meditations and being like you know, you can actually close your eyes and find inner peace, even when the world is like chaotic. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we definitely need that. We just need that place where we can offload our worries because, you know, our generation is really missing that. Like we, we're the generation that doesn't have a religion anymore because, you know, our moms and dads were probably just, you know, following on from our grannies and granddads. Bit of that in the middle. Yeah. So they were like in the middle and we're just like complete rebels to, you know, Catholics and because I I grew up as a Catholic, but, and then we just like went all scale rebel, but um, yeah. And like, you know, like they prayed, like my mom still prays and like, you know, we're missing that. We're missing that. We take all life's troubles and anxieties onto herself. Why? if something was going wrong, like say someone was sick, you know, my granny sits down and prays and gives it to God, you know, and gives it something and surrenders that whilst what we do is we just take it on. Mm. We really take it on. And then it's our anxieties and it's our problems. And it's not like a collective source energy, you know, you know, what's, what's for us is for us, you know? So it's just to have that trust in spirituality. And I just think even if you, you know, if you're not, if you're skeptical of it, like it's just even to just have something to just have a little bit of faith. Yeah. Because once you trust in, I was actually reading a bit in Will Smith's book today and he was asking his granny, um, his grandma, sorry. Um, <laughs> he was like, she, he was just like, he was in awe of her, his granny. She was so happy. She was so positive. She was always singing. She was like really, really like the person that went to mass, you know, and sang all the hymns and like, blah, blah. <sighs> so he never seen her sad. And she was like, he was like, he calls her Gigi. And he's like, Gigi, why, why are you so happy all the time? And she was like, because I trust in God. I trust that everything is for me that is that he has put out for me and I'm grateful for every single day and you know that just reminded me you know people always ask me like why am I so positive and I'm like because I really do trust in that whatever comes from me is for me mm-hmm. and if it's a lesson or it's something good that it's for me and I trust that so that is you know it helps with anxiety and you know panic I think we're missing that I think we are missing that bit of spirituality yeah. in our generation I think like giving yourself like over to that just takes off so much pressure and stress and anxiety mm-hmm. like just like knowing that you are like you here now doesn't matter about like the little things that you're worried about it's all part of like some bigger picture and realizing that and I'm saying like my mum was so religious or is still so religious like I went to a CV like Church of England primary school and everything like we were literally mm-hmm. singing hymns and gospel every week yeah. <laughs> but then like I always just completely rejected it like I remember going to church on Christmas day and they were walking down the aisle with like all these huge outfits on and I was like this is not for me like what is this like this is so not for me but then now 
I just get the bigger picture of like just believing something bigger than you because it just makes everything mm. make more sense I think yeah like religion can be like a bit mental too like because there's so much ego within religions because it's like no my religion is true and my religion's true so like there's this pull of ego like to be right mm. and for me I've studied a good luck of the religions now and they all have a point and they all have very good points and they're all directing to the same sort of lessons of life of basically be good and good will happen mm-hmm. but yeah instead it, it turns into this ego thing like where it's like no ours is right no ours is right and it's like no like you know there's one person where you call it Allah God universe there's one collective source of energy that you know is, and we never question yeah. which one we believe because like you just gave them one as a kid like so yeah. if your family is Catholic you just be given that I don't know how this has gotten on to religion, but like you, you'd just be given that and then like it would be either you believe that or don't. But I was walking my little cousin the other day and I can't remember what religion it was that he said and he was like, oh, I really like this one. And he's like 11 and I was like, oh my God, like that's so good that he's even thinking that he could just go and believe in the principles of another one because I would have never thought of that. I think what you were saying then is like so interesting because like, literally recently I think I said it the other day but I'm just so empathetic at the minute like my mum told me a story about her boss and I was honestly sobbing like I told Jen no, I was, she was, I was like, in hysterics I was like it's John my mum's boss like why am I getting so upset I'm just so empathetic and I think like especially going on this spiritual journey like I'm feeling other people's feelings so much but you are so right in terms of like it's not all our responsibility to bear like you can think about everything that's happening in the world and take it on and think about covid and think about all this and it really will make you feel so overwhelmed because it's like it's out of our control but we're somehow thinking that by us thinking about it we're at least being nice or like taking responsibility and I remember listening to a podcast that literally said like if there's something that's really stressing you out like let the universe handle it like the more you keep fighting and going against it the more resistant you're going to feel because it's not your burden to bear and I was like "Mm, I needed to hear that Mm. because like instead of thinking that for example like if a relationship isn't working like instead of like fighting and going against the current and constantly feeling this resistance like just let it be just accept it and let the universe handle it I was thinking when you were speaking before about how like it makes you more empathetic like when you were saying oh you can notice that that person in the bar who's just like been a bit like rude to you it's because they're going through something like you start to understand where people are coming from with their thought paths and things so much mm. more and it makes you so much more understanding that's probably why you get more emotional with people that you don't even necessarily know because you can like feel what they're feeling more mm. yeah and like I know like I'm, I'm like that as well like you know like if in a restaurant like oh, um, God, I yeah. would never complain even if it was like two hours like even today like our food took so long and I just looked at them like behind there and they looked so stressed I was like oh Oh, <laughs> like, and they're probably so stressed because they're probably thinking oh it's a bad impression of like the first time we've come here and I was just like oh I just knew they were so upset you could just see in their eyes and I was like oh it's lovely and like give them to that's probably why I'm so sick I can't go oh like fighting down the fucking vomit and like tipping them but you know what, whatever it doesn't matter it, you know it even helps your mindset like why sit there and be like oh this place is like so slow or did it because you could just actually think of something empathetic in your own head to like yeah. help yourself you know I actually love that and like I always remember you saying 
there's something big that I took from you and it's about giving to other people and like tipping when you can like can you talk a little bit about that and like how it can help you on your journey and how not necessarily for you to manifest more or anything like that but like why giving is so good I mean I just think living is giving like I even was talking about this a few times this week and just like whenever I think about the joyous moments of my life when because in, in the course we, we do follow and joy as well so follow and joy is just about it's about following your joy so you know and we take each sections of your life so d- let's just say career and you think about okay what are the most joyous moments in your career like really think about that and like think of the energy you felt at those moments and like who was there what happened and I think about the most joyous moments in my career and I think um it's all the times that I've gave to charity and all the times that I had that money to be able to do that and even like we went to an orphanage there last week and Jack was like oh my god you're not fucking wise like why are he's like, don't. like you know like because I was giving them so much money and he was just like you're not wise and I was just like I don't need it I don't need any of this I was like I'm so fucking blessed that I can give and then I can't even describe it but like then the person that needs nothing attracts everything so it's like yeah like what do you give out and I think that's a, a first lesson you sort of learn on your journey of manifesting as well like I remember reading my first book and I think it was a secret and I remember them being like yeah just pretend that you have money even though you don't have it I remember that like sort of feeling I can't remember but then I started giving to charity I started giving I lived in Liverpool at the time and I always remember walking down the road and always giving um money to the homeless people and you know I didn't have any money to give, but I gave it. And that feeling of like helping them, I was like, oh, you don't even need money if this is like the reward I get. Like, you know, sitting and receiving a lot of money, which I have done in my life, like, you know, when with big deals and stuff and I, and I get a big sum of money, like it's nothing compared to like being able to give someone something that you, that they don't have, you know? Mm-hmm. So I always encourage that so much. I'm just like, you don't understand how amazing it feels for you and for them and for like just your energy just everything about it I'm just like why would you not why would you not and it's like it's one of them where I think like especially maybe our age I know even like sometimes backpacking like some people can go the other way and be like oh I can't afford it I'm only a backpacker like kind of like a mental a lack mentality like I think a lot of people probably feel like they need to save 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 in order to live this life especially at home as well like save for a house save for a mortgage and there's no way sometimes that people understand like the gift of giving but I think that it is such an amazing feeling like it's the tiniest thing but even getting someone a present or like you and you've got a shower at mine you're like oh you turned it hot off me it's like the littlest things it's not it doesn't have to be money but it's about like making people happy and I do think that feeling is like actually priceless I really do yeah and it makes you work harder like when I do a follow and joy meditation and that's what comes up I'm like, okay, I need to work harder now so that like I can give more. So the more you have, the more you can give. So it just makes you work harder, especially when you're someone like me who like never had that money mindset. Like I never had that, you know, drive for money. Like when I was, when I was going in business, but like then when it comes to things like that and becomes like helping. And when I think about, you know, even for like the brave way, whenever I was doing whenever I was like going for it I had to write I wrote down like a hundred reasons why I want the brave way to work and I'm like there was things like I want to hire all my friends I want to make sure that they don't work for the people they work for anymore you know it wasn't about the money for me it was about 
you know, just other things that made me like wow, more, that's more, so more true. Motivated. I've written down so many times, like, I'll see somewhere on Instagram, like, I did it literally yesterday, like, I've seen, have you seen that Dolomites hotel in, on Instagram? And it's, like, in the mountain, it's in the Dolomites, I think it's called in Italy, but it's, like, this incredible hotel, like, literally in the middle of the mountains, and I literally screenshot a picture of it and put it on my notes, and I was, like, vision, like, I want to take all my family here in the summer and just have, like, an amazing trip there and be able to give that to them, and I think when you have the intentions of, like, giving and like giving to other people and using like what's yeah. given to you well you probably do attract more because like someone up there or like something knows that you're gonna use it well yeah and that's what it's all about anyway because what's the point having the money if you can't share it you know I yeah, think exactly. you've so hit the nail on the head because I think like we quit our jobs in July and I think a thing that has been worrying us is like money's going down, money's going down. And I think some like I know that we fell into the trap, and maybe that's sometimes why we look at each other like puddled and lost a little bit. Because we're like, we're not like to be honest, we're we're very much the same. Like I don't think we are that money motivated in any in any sense no. of the word. Like we've got no money yet. We go out for lunch yeah. every we day. We keep reminding and... each other like, right, think about the money where it's not going to come. Like I actually have to like <laughs> yeah. remember to think about it. Yeah, but like at the same time like you've just got to think about the value that you're giving and like eventually it will turn into a career and you've got to have the patience of it but maybe sometimes like especially if it's not what you value if you're focusing too much on money when your value is helping people and adventure and being a free spirit like you're completely focusing on the yeah. wrong thing yeah yeah and then you have to realize that the ego has a big part to play in that as well when you know, when I first quit my job as well, like you have to see what, how the ego comes up because mm. I always thought to myself, you know, if everything fails, like I will go back to working in a bar. And the ego was this person that says, oh, I can't go back working at a bar. Everyone would be like, oh my God, she like quit her job to become this person. And then she's back doing that. So you're like, that's when you start caring when other people are thinking and then that's what the ego is. So if you put your ego aside and have no fear and go, look, if it doesn't work out, can just go get a job with this person so that's so having, true yeah so it's that having that like because you're afraid you have that fear what if it doesn't work out what if it doesn't work out and I look like a dick like that's that fear and that's that ego because it shouldn't care what other people think because that's the whole point of like the spirituality and the journey like to get rid of like other people's judgments yeah. so it's a big lesson it's a big lesson for it in itself and people never care half as much as you think that they do like you might be a passing thought in their 24 hours of their day if you're in their mind for 10 seconds it's like one little thought like it's but it's your life and it's up to yeah. you whether you're gonna literally like branch out and try this thing that you've wanted to for ages or hold yourself back for fear of that little bit of judgment you have to realize that everything comes if you're if you're becoming bigger and bigger in the industry or anything like that you're going to get this all the time so what you have to do is you have to build your resilience mm. and then you build your resi- resilience by really knowing yourself and finding yourself and just being like well no this is me so if you're going to say that then okay because wow. I can't change for you I'm not going to change the way I am and what I do just because it doesn't suit you so I think that's like a harder part in itself to like really find who you are like you know even simple things like uh, like people like I've had people I've had someone send me an email once and they were like correcting every single word I'd ever misspelled in my entire life but was like, <laughs> they're like oh, you know what I, I mean this I Whoa. mean this 
and they were like, she, I mean, I don't mean this to be a dick, but like, you need, like, and she like put all these spell mistakes. She's like, look, I'm available to, um, like help you if you need, but like, we need to stop this, right? But you have to understand that like my personality type is like a yellow personality, right? Which I've t- learned a lot about my personality type now. And I don't care about the little things. I don't care about the little things. I don't care about the details. This is why I pay someone to deal with all those things. Mm. And the fact that that person is a blue personality and I like, can't deal with that. Like she could come at me and I could have been like, oh my God, I'm like so stupid and I'm so dumb. But instead I was like, I literally just want to write something and put it out there. When I write an email to my email list, it's my journal. It's mm-hmm. not my, it's not my creative writing piece. It's not my book. If I have a book, I get it edited. That's how it works. So for someone to come at me, I could have took offense to something like that. But I was like, no, I know that I don't care enough about those little things. And there's other, other people that really care about those little things. So knowing yourself and knowing that, like I personally, I, I don't even see people spell mistakes. I don't care when I when I put one up. I even see it sometimes after it, and I'm like, oh. oops. <laughs> oh well, gosh, she's gonna be <laughs> And you know, English was never my was never my strong point, but communicating and you know what I do now is my strong point. So you want to come at me, then come at me. You know, like that's a, a, a built in resilience. You know, something small like that. Yeah. And um, yeah. It's literally all awareness, isn't it? Like literally being like, look, I don't care because that's just my personality type. I understand that you do, but that's just a difference between us. And like, or understanding that, yeah, you might be going off the rails because you need to work through these things. It's literally like all personal development, spirituality, everything. It's literally just awareness and understanding yourself. And like you, when we went to Croatia and and she was reading Surrounded by Idiots. Like it's so funny because we were reading the yellow just like actually howling like it couldn't be more me if we tried and like you're agreed aren't you and we're like oh god this is mad and like some things like where you take things like personally someone comes at you about like the way you are as a person and just all over the place it's so interesting because we do in a way we're all like we've obviously all got such similarities and differences but if you can understand others like as, as much as you can understand yourself like if someone's coming at you and you can understand like yeah I can actually see that to be honest that's your personality like my dad sometimes honestly if I leave like a little crumb like <laughs> on the worktop he'll be shouting me down the stairs like you're like clean yeah, this up like and I'm like why are you so arsed but at the same time it's yeah. because that's something he focuses on and he likes spreadsheets and he's meticulous and, and I, he's a blue yeah he's a do you blue. know what I mean yeah my it's mom's so a yeah and once you understand them you can be like because I used to be like you know like even if I'm going to like the airport or something I'm always late I'm always late for everything I'm just like oh I have no concept of time as a yellow as you probably know um so the concept of time you always think you have time you never have enough time and you're always late so um and I wish I I I try my best work on that I really do (laughs) and I feel like the only time I really can be on time with things is when I'm reading habitual books when I'm in good habits but you know it's it's something that I've discovered now and I'm like yeah this is just me now oh, God, but, so uh, I think time's a thing for both of us and like I'll speak to my friends and like me and two of my friends were on holiday the other month and we were all going around circle and I was like so what's the thing that you find like most annoying about me <laughs> and they were like that oh, you no, just like I wouldn't open that kind of worms <laughs> yeah they were like yeah that you just literally have no concepts of time like you literally just in the days and it's true the amount of times I've just been so late for flights or anything been like how and get annoyed at myself I'm like how oh, did like, I not 
think to like, plan even in like like job interviews meetings we could like we rock up like two minutes past like both together like <laughs> hi guys just so bad like where it is so true sometimes you just can't help who you are do you know what I mean and it's not yeah. a negative quality to I think that's something that I need to work on like I beat myself up if like I'm not replying to everyone or I'm late to things or like because I genuinely feel like time I don't have any although I'm constantly yeah. doing it's like such a, a weird thing in my head but then I think other people who probably don't feel like that like probably think it's a bit of a flaw and I just got to understand that like, any kind of yellow or whatever or like any type of green needs to understand that that part of them is a bit up in the air or isn't like the best isn't necessarily yeah. a negative quality yeah but then you also have to understand that like if someone's late in your presence you don't care so like that's why you're yeah. you'll find it okay to be late because you're like yeah okay because like you're late and it doesn't bother you why it's like a blue personality like finds it so offensive and they're like oh my god because they would never be late so they can't mm-hmm. understand you as a person so if you understand each other like now I realize that like you know if I'm late for something with my mom I'm like look I need to respect her enough because she actually is so this just feels so disrespectful when she's not on time and I was like I need to respect her and her personality because I'm always like oh I'm late who cares you know yeah and she and then I'm like she actually really does care so I'm like okay right no I need to care because she really cares so yeah I think like it is it is hard but it's a mixture of like knowing yourself and like trying to help yeah being there like I remember the other day what was it we were talking about and I think replying yeah and I'm just well we both are just so bad at replying but it's because I just really don't notice if if people have replied to me or not like or when like I just don't keep tabs on things but then like one of our friends is getting annoyed because we weren't replying replying and I was like yeah fair like I need to understand that that to other people it's been a week now yeah I'm the same I'm like literally nobody I can get through to me half the time like they have to go through Jack <laughs> can you tell, tell Sinead to text me back I'm like shit okay what Aww. personality is Jack oh green so green Holy really God. like the greenest person you could ever meet like the most chills person like he just does everything for everyone else you know he doesn't think and I want him to think for him but I'm like he's just a green like he just I'm like, do you want to go to Bali? He's like, yeah, I'll go to Bali if you want to go to Bali. Like, he doesn't like. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that you know what I mean? very me. I'm so sure. You literally were with the other day and you were like, you just don't care, do you? And I was like, I really don't. <laughs> like, yeah, I and like, really you really, do. really don't. Jack's just like, yeah, whatever. And I'm like, well, does this annoy? He's like, no. Like, I would say, like, he's probably the easiest person to live with ever because he's so chill. Um, And then there's also like little bits about greens that are hard as well because, like, when me and Jack were doing long distance, I was reading surrounded by it as well. And there's a thing about greens. And like, I remember being like so annoyed with him because with this, because we'd be on the phone and I know every part of Jack, Jack's day from the moment he wakes up till like, you know, every kid's name in his class, you know, I know all this <laughs> stuff, but Jack doesn't know what I do on a day-to-day basis. Like he literally does not know. So, um, and he doesn't ask me, he just be like, are you all right? Blah, blah, blah. And I used to be like, why do you never be interested in my life? And then he, and then I was reading about greens and I was like, they don't want to know the details. They just want to know you're okay. And when they know you're okay, that's it. Mm, that's all they want to know. And that really helped me. Cause I was like, oh, like he doesn't actually, he's not, not interested. He's just just wants to know if I'm okay and that's how's he finding like Bali and being away and everything uh yeah he's, well he's he's a green so he's very like <laughs> chill um 
so it's our first week in this house so we just got our new villa now so yeah everything's going well obviously it's different for him because I have my friends here and he doesn't have friends yet so he's like learn he's like going out and like but it takes a while to like get those friends you can just call but like hey do you want to go for dinner yeah yes. I have all once I have all that so we spend a lot of time together but he needs a lot of me time the same as me so we've got that but we have um very good communication in terms of like every single week we sit down and evaluate everything I love, um, I love I love that relationship like yeah. yeah I wanted to talk a little bit about relationships obviously like I think especially on a spiritual journey and awareness and stuff it's it's so like it's such a big thing I know obviously you've wrote an ebook on relationships like I bought that as well just because like it's really I do think communication is so key and I think I'm at a point now where like if something's gone wrong I'll we'll honestly sit and have like a meeting like right boardroom please like we'll sit and talk and like we'll say yeah. like, what like why did it go wrong like we need to understand and communication is so key but where like obviously from your experience in relationships and stuff like what would you say is the most important like ingredients for a relationship and how to make a relationship work? I think like I think the most important right before communication is acceptance I think like totally accepting them from for for who they are was definitely the most important thing for me because you know I remember always being like oh and you don't read and you don't do this you can't be my boyfriend and that's not love like love is accepting them for exactly the way they are and I decided to like love Jack with everything and accept everything and it's so it's it's easy like to you know I could turn around and be like don't you want to read a book or don't you want to meditate like don't you like push those stuff on them but that's not love like love is just accepting them and you know just giving them their own time to just develop on their own so mm-hmm. I think once I accepted that and just let him be and I, he just lets me be I just think that was the most important I, I definitely think and then the next part was yeah definitely like we do weekly we do like relationship reviews every week so we do fan loss which is feeling affirmation need ownership and struggle so you just say a feelings you could say like oh I'm feeling you could say like I'm feeling insecure about my body this week you know just for you to be mindful in case you think like you know you know and then he can just like reassure you at that moment like you know it gives him that opportunity because let's just say you're not feeling so sexy and he might think you're rejecting him but in fact you just don't feel really sexy but like you don't want to turn around and be like hey I don't feel sexy but like in those weekly meetings meetings you can like have a chance to say I'm actually feeling a little bit insecure this week you know get my period blah blah blah. and he's like no problem you know like blah blah and he's like I love you whatever you are and blah 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 so that's like that that sort of thing or you could say you know I'm feeling overwhelmed with work and I'm really stressed and then he's like well how can I help you you know like Jack helps me you know set up my computer and stuff all that stuff like that when I'm overwhelmed and like he wouldn't know about that if if I didn't tell him Mm -hmm. so um yeah and then you've got affirmation which is like you know I can say you know I I, which is something you praise about them so like I really liked it when you went and got me flowers and you feel really good I love looking at them and then you've got need which is um something that you need like Jack will say you know I need more need me time to like you know doing my watch my shows and da, da, da. he likes his little me time like where he watches his youtubes and stuff and I need yeah and even when I said that I was like I need me time I'm so glad you said that because obviously I'm so scared to like have him by himself whenever I've got friends and he doesn't 
because it's and then I got change, isn't it like and it, you yeah put that responsibility on you like say, it's a responsibility yeah so I felt like I could not leave him Island to Bali and he's never really done anything like that so I yeah. really get that yeah and like it's so funny because if we didn't do weekly reviews like he could have been feeling like for three weeks and I'd be stuck at his head and he'd be like fuck off so it's like we just had that little moment and it was like oh my god that was amazing and then like ownership is like maybe something you're sorry for um something you did in the week like you know I was really crab at that day like I was really hungry and I, I lashed out I'm really sorry and then struggle is just something you're struggling with at that moment it could be anything could be you know it's just your it's just your opportunity and then you know you've got struggle or ownership so like say you want to own up something or you want to show and tell something so let's just say you know an ex-boyfriend texts you like replies to one of your stories or something like that and that's not something you want to tell your partner that's not something you want to say like you just don't say it but like if they asked you would tell them but like it's that point where you can go just let you know this is what happened and this is what he said and this is what I said back you know because it's just smarter that way rather than adhering it or maybe they randomly see it on your phone or something like that it's just you know it's just a good way to like help with the trust that is amazing yeah, like, and um, I think so many people like will take value from that especially with the thing you're saying like oh why don't you meditate why don't you read like we should do all that because when you do it and see the benefits like you just want everyone else to as well but you, they wouldn't ask you to do football because they really loved it <laughs> yeah and you know what like it's you have like I don't know about you but I've been in a position where you know people want me to change and and like it's a horrible horrible feeling when someone's trying to change you for who you are Mm -hmm. and you just have to be like the way you just need to be accepted for who you are like you know if someone's telling you oh we should go to the gym we should do this we should do that and you don't want to do that like that's not really you know it's just not at the same time you just feel like you're not enough yeah Yeah, at the same time as well like if you're getting into a relationship and you just really want them to like you so you're like changing yourself to resonate so imagine if Jack had been like yeah yeah saying like I love meditating and everything he's doing it all for the first time (laughs) and like pretending that he likes it like it's eventually gonna spill out yeah you can do that when you start into like and I was like or you can just like make a course and then Jack's like oh my god I should do your course yeah (laughs) I feel like he feels he might he probably feels because he was like one I would never tell him to do it and he's like I should do it tonight we've got we've got this like pack that we've made it like a pink deck of affirmation cards oh, and that's just so funny and i should literally give them to callum like oh, i thought you was gonna say so like just side story we were on a night out and this guy was like oh like what do you do we're like oh let him like we just quit our jobs like working for ourselves now and he was like asking more like oh we have this little deck of affirmation and journal from cards and he was like amazing well i want to support you obviously <laughs> like we were doing dry november so we're drinking so we're like brilliant like perfect. we're on to it got a customer and he was like obviously bed and he was like literally ordering them on the website and so we had to send them out the week after and he just didn't say anything he's our friend's <laughs> boss and he was like it she we was like has he said anything like we did send him a, we sent him a pack and he bought a pack for his friend so i put like jack's name he literally oh. just gave me like 40 pound in the in the club and i was like oh, yes. Yes. oh my god that I've, never, yeah. I've never been on a night out and made more money than i'd spent <laughs> And he yeah, got no. right to our friend, like, yeah, I don't really think they're geared towards me. Like, they've come in bright pink packaging. Oh, well, girls, you are good salesmen, anyway. He made me do a pitch, and he said, if your pitch is good enough, then I'll buy them. And I was like, right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. To be fair, what I've realised is, like, I always do try and help people. And we've said this is a bit of a fault. Like, maybe 
definitely in past relationships and stuff I've been like tried to be a little bit of like the person who fixes stuff just because I am such like I am a Virgo and I do I do just love to help people but it comes across probably like as a bit maternal and like oh I'll help you with your problems and of course and stuff like that and I really learned to rein that in because I was attracting like a certain type of like needy boy like really needy um so yeah. I've reined it in but even just little things like not even pushing it on to people but like I'd ask Callum like oh what's gone well today or like oh like what was your favorite yeah. part of the day and even just those little questions like I'm not pushing anything on to him, but I'm getting him to think a little bit positive or at least like yeah. tell me something good so I'm trying <laughs> yeah and like it was a great story that I I heard and this might help you with with Callum and um, I remember I was getting so somebody that I know and he's very 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 spiritual like very like this most spiritual person that I know in our town and his wife isn't spiritual and I remember asking like you know it's a struggle whenever you're going through an awakening and your partner isn't and it's very difficult the guy says I goes how do you deal that like you're into all this stuff and you're you're spiritual but your your wife isn't and he just went she is an angel sent down from heaven she accepts me and I accept her she grounds me and keeps me like my feet on the ground and I just wow. was like, That's what I love us you know what I mean yeah yeah it's true and it is so true he is a little angel isn't he really yeah oh that is so true yeah and that really helped me because I was like I was always the kind of person like pushing people away like if you don't um like meditate or read or self-develop or you don't have your own business or you don't do anything like that then I would be like no or you don't live in the same country no but then now I'm like I'm just like that's not that's not what love is and like I've had that I've actually been with someone who had all those boxes ticked and I remember being like, the chemistry isn't there. It was so strange. I was like, why is the chemistry not here? And I was like, it's not about the things in common. It's about the chemistry and the love you have for each other and like, yeah, you know, the way. place you are and the values you have. So yeah, I just think that 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 acceptance is what, you know, that really brightens the love and keeps it. Yeah. Yeah. You don't find your perfect partner off a checklist, do you? Like before yeah. you've even met them, it's finding yeah. them and then find out. About and them. I think like relationships can really, really highlight like things that you haven't healed that you thought you had. Like, mm-hmm. for example, like I'm such, I'm such an avoidant as well. Like honestly, I'd flee the country before I'd, I'd get with them. Like such an avoidant. Yeah. And like, like we got home from traveling met Callum in the middle of Barcelona it was just so random the chemistry is completely there and I kept trying to find reasons to run away and I was like yeah what's wrong with me like this guy's actually perfect like it, it ticks every box but I just want to run and like I think when I started doing the work I was like wow relationships really make you do the work like I was still yeah. about my body I didn't think I'd be accepted like I just there was so much shit that came up and I was like Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, there's so much growth and spiritual spiritual growth within a committed relationship as well. Like Jesus, like it comes up, like I'm like that too. Like things make me even like moving was like as an avoidant, I knew that was gonna come. I knew that I was gonna start being emotionally distanced towards like us moving because I knew that that's like typical avoidant behavior. Yeah. But I inst- before I would have let that ruin ruin my relationship I would have been like oh maybe we shouldn't or maybe we should and maybe we should just like be apart and see how we get on and um, but like as you know when I was in therapy for being an avoidant because I was just like I, I want to get rid of this so like when these things come up and my brain my brain is trying our brains are trying to protect us they don't want us to hurt like we've hurt being hurt before in certain whatever your childhood or the past relationship so 
so yeah like I knew that was going to come so I did feel emotional distance like when we first came here I was like starting to panic I was like freaking out I was like oh my god like why is Jack in my place where I live like this freaks me out I don't know if I want this but like those are just the things that went on in my head and then like you had to lean in so I just had to lean in and then when I lean in then like I come out the other side and I'm like oh fuck I love you even more now shit and then you're so vulnerable you're like shit you could just ruin me right now but <laughs> that's the whole point of it like there's no better feeling than that like vulnerable love that like when you can just lie with someone and look into their eyes and be like I love you so much that you could just ruin me right now but we're here we're here yeah I get it do you feel like he was really independent before like before bringing Jack into your life that you created yeah well I am still independent like I am the mama so I'm oh, sure yeah. the mama. did, it, block, did so, it ever block you off though from like welcoming somebody in yeah yeah like I think it was always my way or the highway and I think that was my way of keeping people away so um it is hard to be this independent as well not not it's not hard <laughs> but like for men I think it's hard especially when you're so used to your own space and your own time and, and to let someone in it's difficult but mm-hmm. like I think you know that last year I kind of made the choice to myself I was just like I love love I was like no matter how much it's going to hurt me or at least I'm going to try this time so yeah I think I just I just kept I my use my I use my independence as a shield for so long but now my independence keeps two of us independent so it's fine (laughs) so true you can use it as a shield so much like you can use it to like block off any anything that's gonna like disturb your peace like oh like I'm yeah. independent so I don't need anyone that's like could potentially reject me or not like the way that I'm doing things but yeah you have to make the choice so yeah. I think love is one of the scariest things ever because it is just like literally putting yourself on an emotional plate and like if someone you you put yourself as a big platter and someone just says no I don't even want it it's just like it's oh it's like it's that idea and I think for me yeah. and that's so many other people as well like we've never really spoke too much about like relationships and rejection and but I do know that rejection is something that makes people just like the walls go up so fast if you get rejected don't they yeah and I think that's what people need to do like learn how to deal with rejection Mm. um and just realize that you know rejection is just going to come in all aspects of life like whether we like it or not yeah. like in our jobs with people with loved ones and it's just something we have to the risk we have to take because what's on the other side can be really beautiful and at least yeah. you put your all in I just think what would people really need to watch out for is their rejection of self like their self-rejection is what's worse because if you change yourself for another person and then in the end they just fuck you over you're not just being rejected, you rejected yourself so yeah. I find so many people in that situation and they're so heartbroken like you know I know girls that were destined to travel, that were destined to be, you know, a bit wild. And, you know, they fell in love and they got the house and the dogs and the kids or whatever they got. And they made that commitment because he's got a proper job and he doesn't want to travel and blah, blah, blah. And people, they would text me and message me. And, you know, I get a lot of this in my inbox of like, oh, I want to travel, blah, blah, blah. My boyfriend can't because he's this job, blah, blah, blah. I'm just going to stay with him. And then when it breaks down, it's like, the worst pain I've ever seen like some of the messages that I receive from people and when I'm asking them their situation it's usually got to do with like the self-rejection mm-hmm. of like losing themselves before like for that person and then I think, him, like yeah. if you show up and are so confident with who you are 
and yeah. like this is me take it or leave it but like you're actually okay if somebody leaves it because you enjoy being around you but then you're right like if you've changed who you are to kind of like fit in with them and that's still not good enough you're thinking like wow I can't even be accepted when I'm trying my very hardest to fit into your yeah. life you can't go into a relationship as broken pieces and use that relationship to piece it all together like, like you need to go goals. in yeah <laughs> You need to go in yeah. to a relationship. Like I, I think that's so important because I know, like, obviously, how much how much people want to travel, and it is so easy when you're in love to make compromises and make sacrifices and stuff. But if it's something that you know you want to do, and you think, oh, maybe, like, and then you get to 28, 29, 30, and like more responsibilities come, and you're just like, oh my god, I just wasted my twenties, yeah. my dreams that I wanted to do on something that maybe didn't serve me in the end like I think you've got to go into a relationship really certain like you know where you want to go with it because otherwise it'll sweep you up and then you'll yeah. be like you will be left broken and I think like if it is the rejection itself isn't it like if you're even seeing someone and you're not that confident in yourself like you latch on to it so even if it do, after a few dates it doesn't work out might be so casual but you're thinking why me I wasn't good enough oh god like mm. I feel so shit but actually if you know yourself and you're confident it's like oh they they really weren't for me like there's obviously going to be someone better but yeah. it's that mindset shift and it does take work yeah it's a relationship with self that's probably the the biggest lack and and the girls in our generation they just don't have any relationship with themselves they don't know themselves enough mm. and they don't know how, how to love say- themselves how would you say like first steps to starting to actually get to know yourself a little bit better meditation like is the number one thing like like we do a whole section on the bravery at the start it's all about finding yourself at the start and just like asking those questions finding your joys and asking the questions and seeing what comes up because you know we're constantly on our phones looking at other people's lives other people's lives are direct in ours why we really need to close our eyes like and ask ourselves and get in touch with our emotions and once you get in touch with like how like you, you'll understand your emotions you'll understand when things feel good and when things feel bad and you'll notice where you're aligned and where you're not aligned once you're in touch with your emotions and that's why meditation is so important and you know that really is my niche in terms of being a meditation teacher like I didn't go down the road of sleep meditation or relaxing or calming the mind like I went down the road of finding yourself because yeah. I felt like that was the most important aspect for young girls at this young girls especially because even like things like going into university and stuff and you know all the money that is spent and you know I think it's better to like get to know yourself first and figure out what it is that you love and like how you learn and how you like what you're best at doing and how you you are so I just think yeah meditation is, for me is the best way and then obviously you've got reading but reading just takes longer because then you, you need to read so many books to find out the one that you love you know so it's it's just kind of a mixture of saying yes to everything because the more you do the more you can strike off the list of what you are because like say some people say to me oh Sinead like oh like I really like I'm, I think I would get really homesick but I really think I want to travel and blah, blah blah and I'm like we'll go travel and then if you don't like it you can go home with the definite of like no I'm definitely homebody because then it will make it all the while better being at home rather than worrying so yeah you just do everything else and then all these other things strike desires for something else yeah. you know what I mean like I started in in fitness and ended up in meditation you know so it's like all these things start to like re, like come into each other like I started in fitness thinking this is what I wanted but no it wasn't what I wanted because I wanted people to change 
their habits, but I didn't want the people to change their bodies. So yeah. that wasn't sitting with me, but I help people be better. I like to be, I like to help people be better. So I was like, okay, no, I like to help people be better. So like, let's go from here and let's go from here and then relationships and then meditation. So just kind of, it's about saying yes to everything and trying everything and just really, yeah. Cause like, it's so amazing. Like when you find yourself, even in therapy, like, you know, I think therapy is more like your past. Like you realize all the things that you do are because of something that happened in the past. And then mm. it makes you sort of like have this compassion for yourself and the self-forgiveness that you can be like, okay, no, I actually was a psycho that day because of this trigger, because of this happened to me. Um, so yeah, that's another way of finding yourself. But yeah, no, I think that's, that's I love that, like that your whole thing is finding yourself because even like just touching there on university, like that was such a confusion for me for so long because like all my family went to university. It was like, obviously always talked about in school, like mm-hmm. very like my family like took took it as a priority really didn't they like my brother mm-hmm. and my brothers and stuff is so like went to really good ones and then I applied never really thinking about why and then ended up going traveling always knew I wanted to go traveling that was like the one thing that I did know that I wanted to do obviously went for like a year and then everyone's like oh yeah you won't you like you won't leave Australia after a year and I was like trust me I will I can go to university and they were like no like you you will you will stay in any way like three years later came back and I ended up applying once like when we were away for coming back and then even this year and it took till this year really thinking I was like right I either go to university or I quit my job and like actually follow what I do want to do and like work for myself and I was like it's so freeing once I've actually decided that it wasn't ever my decision the right decision for me to necessarily jump into a course and now I can like live out this like working for myself thing that I've wanted to do for so long without thinking oh but I still need to go back to university and that was all through like literally years of working out what I actually wanted to do and question what I wanted to do rather than what everyone else told me to yeah because like that's you were so blessed that you could travel whilst I never got that opportunity and I always urge people to like travel before they're before like have at least a gap year because um like you know I was rushed into university and I didn't have any money like for years and years after that and it really saddened me that when I found what I truly wanted to do that I didn't have the money to go to university and study it and it was so sad it it actually and like till this day sits in my bones as anger like I I try to remove it because it's one of my low vibrations but like you know that and and then it brings the passion as well for finding yourself for me to go into schools and be like hey let's try and find ourselves before we make a decision because, you know, I went to university, wasted all that money and got, you know, and I don't use that degree, didn't like it, you know, ended up just. That's you know. so common as well. Yeah. And like, I just, and that really, really annoyed me because I was so passionate about psychology when, about three years after, and I just didn't have any money. Like, I just didn't have any money to like do one degree, you know, or do one year. I didn't even have a, like enough to do like a semester. So, and then now that I have the money, like, how am I meant to study? I meant to, like I'm in Bali and like I was meant to study in in Australia. So it. yeah, so I was going back there to study for four years, and they don't let me in. And then mom was like, "Well, why don't you just do it in the UK?" And I was like, "No, I don't want to be." And then I was like, "Oh, maybe I should." So it's just like why now I'm like stuck. <laughs> what? Why would they let you in? Because of the borders. Yeah, the borders are shut. Like so, and that's obviously I was living there before, and then I the, I was on holidays in Thailand, and the borders shut so um yeah I was locked out you know all my staff oh, is it still there? There. yeah 
yeah like all my stuff had to get packed up obviously broke up with my boyfriend because um you know two years long distance wouldn't have been the one <laughs> after being with each other for three months so it's so mad though yeah, that like it's out. weird how things were like obviously I remember the feeling of just that I'd like leaving ours and stuff and I still for, to this day like I literally say like I will live there one day and stuff like I re- just remember that feeling mm. but then it is so mad because like it was exactly the right time and like if you wouldn't have left when you did like you might not have met Jack and I just like yeah. same way as like me coming back and meeting Callum and then starting this during Covid like as harm as hard as it is because I think sometimes when you're in a place and you're so content with it you can probably long for that feeling again but it's like the journey that's happened since you really look back in your piece of like bits together and you're like oh it, I'm exactly yeah, where I'm meant remind- to be yeah it's just a reminder that like wherever you're meant to be you will go like you could have clung on to that and like made it work or tried hardest to make it work but something was taking you in a different direction yeah. and it's worked out for the best yeah no I always think that as well like everything is a lesson and everything led me to where I am yeah. so I will get to study one day or else the universe doesn't want me to study I, know, I, know, yeah, exactly. I feel like you probably will, will know most of what they teach yeah uh, yeah I know like even when I did my psychology like I was doing a diploma which is just like a small course online and like I was just like oh I learned all this from the laws of human nature was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, was that by um, someone Robert Green yeah it's here I started reading his um the oh, art of seduction. I'm hearing him ever at minutes. So I need to read. Some yeah, more. I want to read the what is it? Some how many laws of power? Or some, I can't remember how many laws it is. Fifty four laws of human nature or power. I power. wouldn't read the power. I I probably should read the power one, but like the power one's meant to be like very evil. It's meant evil. to be like all Eager. yeah. It's meant to be like all these ways of like trying how to persuade people to do what you want, and like apparently it's like illegal. It's like not you're not allowed to have it in prisons because it's so good oh my god yeah no look up the information about it like it's crazy that the people that read it in prisons like planned all this crazy stuff I don't know so if it's in the wrong hands like I was listening to his podcast or a podcast with him on the other day and he basically like had all these you probably know but he had all these different jobs so he's like a journalist in New York he works in restaurants in Italy he was like a filmmaker in London like he works in all these different industries yeah. and the only thing that he did like subconsciously but was studied people in these different things and it was because when he was a kid growing up his mom and dad didn't offer him like too much affection so he was always like a little bit back always like kind of like trying to work the out with how we should act and things and so we just kind of carried that observation on through these different jobs and that's how we learn everything yeah that's like me I literally am like oh, they do that because that happened and they do I get so fascinated about things like even today or like when you read like autobiographies like Will Smith today and like the reason why he's funny is because like his dad used to always beat his mom but if he kept his dad laughing that he you know if he kept them entertained like they wouldn't fight so like his job was always oh to be funny God. so like do you know what I mean so like all these things and like even people that are rebels like people that are rebels are usually come from from really high performance moms and dads because the highest performers are the moms and dads so the only role that they can take for attention yes. is like being a rebel so yeah there's oh so, my I, God. I know I love shit like that like that that's stuff gets so me interesting I wonder if yeah. that's why like celebrities kids are always like just off the rails oh don't get me started on celebrities kids because like that's it's like in a whole different level but that's just all got to do with like dopamine and the wrong and the wrong places and all this like 
just attention-based dopamine. It's just not. So attention-based dopamine is like you get sparks of dopamine that basically you need more and more and more of in order to feel fulfilled. Like it's basically like cocaine or alcohol. Like you need more and more and more and your tolerance goes up. So when you're getting all this attention as a kid and you're never actually taught how to be fulfilled, you're just taught that the more attention you get, the better. yeah, the more attention you get, like you'll get a bigger high, and then like blah blah blah, just keeps going, and then they just that sparks of dopamine is why like most of the chefs are addicted to coke and things because they get like such a high when they're cooking and serving. It's also fast paced, so when they leave, they need to carry it on. Crazy, it's it's honestly, like I think it's so fascinating understanding the way like people work and stuff like just every day the, the way people are with you like whether they're really like uptight and stuff like why are you like that <laughs> why are you it's like so that interesting. No, I'm like I know why they're like that like with everyone I'm like I know I've read it <laughs> I know exactly I like, I'm literally like I can figure people out like it's fucking insane like I love it it's my favorite trait of my life but to be fair like those books all really help like yeah. you know this book like laws of human nature like that is a 700 page book of pure humans like you know yeah you know everything about everyone and see when you're even reading it like honestly I will never let anybody (laughs) see this book but like beside it there's I write down people's names like I'm like that is her that is him that is what he did that time oh my god that's me you know like you find yourself you find yourself in this as well like you find yourself and your dark traits in in there and be like oh that's why I do that because of that you know wow it's so sick yeah, I know. I love Bye. it. It's my favorite book. I bring it everywhere with me. So, <laughs> you know, when you're doing like the podcast or like you're on meetings or anything, can you work people out there? And like, say you're on a meeting with like a new like company or brand or something, are you working them out? Mm, I can probably read energies, but um, I can probably read the energy. But no, I think like sitting with people at dinner and the way they react throughout like the week or whatever, and like I can see, you know, what attention they need and how they get their attention and stuff like I can figure figure it out then so, or like I am very good at getting people to cry I'm very good at that like I was chatting to someone like the other day and he was like we were just chatting about such and such and there was a whole ordeal and there was loads of us and there was like a drama with like a couple and he was just one of his one of my friends was like I've never loved anyone and I was like You've never said I love you to anyone. And he's quite like a bit older than me as well. So I was like, sit down right now. (laughs) I was like, tell me about your childhood. I was just like, I need to know what is going on here. And then, um, yeah, we got to And the next thing he was crying in the middle of the nightclub. And he's like, I've never even cried over that before. And I was like, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, you're like, it's me. It's me. I'm like, I'm away. Oh, thank you so, so much for coming on. Oh, no problem. I really enjoyed it. I can't wait to um hear all the feedback I've heard some uh good things it was actually I think somebody I think my assistant she was like oh you have to go on this one and she like put yourself at the top of the farm yeah so oh Oh, that's so sweet oh I literally love that so much because honestly it's so funny like I feel like for years of doing this like I feel like you've been a person who's always been kind of there and I'd always be looking it up and it's just something that I've resonated with so much it's my pleasure and I'm sorry that it's a little bit sick but 
Honestly, I'm like, my face is like red. I'm like, I've got a temperature. I'm like, oh my God. And I could keep seeing how red my face was. And I was like, oh my God. But <laughs> we made it, guys. We made it and we did a great conversation. We did. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you a lot. I know. Well, I hope you get better though. I'm going to go sit in the sofa and watch Grey's Anatomy now. Oh, Why are you upset? I get jacked to like pat my head. I'm on season eight, is it? Oh, Don't tell me anything because the last time somebody no. was like, oh, is that the one where such and such dies? And I was like, no, I'm not what? telling you. <laughs> I'm not telling you. But honestly, no, I watched Freeze at me like a full time job. I was on failure last year and for like eight to 10 hours a day, Monday to Friday, I was sat there watching. <laughs> no, like, it's addictive, but it's so depressing. Like I need these characters and you can properly read them. Oh my god, I know, and it's so depressing though. I'm like, I have to watch something funny now after this. Hopefully, I cry every episode. Every episode, you cry. Oh, but thank you so much. Oh, thank you, thank you for having me. It's so lovely to meet you, and hopefully, we'll see you in Bali or Oz, wherever we end up.